And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Point Pleasant Podcast. This is episode number 22. I feel like we're building on these numbers pretty quickly right now. Uh, Michael Langsner from Haven Sweet Shop. And today we've got a guest that's right around the corner for me, Kelly from the Little Point Bookshop. Uh, Kelly, welcome and good to have you here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm exciting that you're on such a high number of episodes. That's exciting. It's pretty wild. I, I the, the idea of this podcast kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm surprised nobody did one yet. So I just <laughs> one day said, you know what, I'm going to do a podcast for Point Pleasant. And I started interviewing business owners and uh, um, charities in the area. Next thing I know, I, I've, I'm steamrolling into episode 22 here. Oh, that's great. Some of the best ideas are the simplest. So yes. that's great. Thank you. Well, well said. Um, and, you know, for me, it's helped me actually get to know the people in town. Like, uh, I'm embarrassed to say this. I have yet to be in your store, so I, I need to come by there. Um, but I, I will get a much more thorough knowledge of who you are just by doing this. So it's, it's been good for me as well. I'm embarrassed to say I've been in your store several <laughs> times for lots of calories. Yeah, that's why we're there. <laughs> so um, you're on Arnold Ave in Point Pleasant. And when did you open up? We are, um, February was two years. Um, February, this past February was two years. Okay. So you had yeah. one solid year pre-pandemic, I guess, right? Yes. And just okay. as we just as we thought, all right, we made it through the first year, we can do this, then right. the entire world shut down. So it's been an interesting couple of years. It seems like uh, it seems like we just opened six months ago sometimes, and then sometimes it seems like it was like a decade ago. <laughs> so. well, you, you, you've, you've seen a lot in the last uh, 12 to 14 months, I could say. Um, what made you open up a bookstore? And, and you know, and, and the second piece that I want to ask is, you know, when people think bookstores, you know, they think Barnes & Noble. So, like, how did you come up with the idea of a small bookstore in a small town? Well, um, let's see. So, I've always kind of wanted to do it. I've been in book publishing my whole life. I have a big family. Uh, my mom is retired. We were kind of looking for something to keep her busy and active, um, something for like my family to do, to get my sisters and I to do together. Um, so it was kind of just a side little idea and kind of one of those things that you're waiting for somebody to stop you from doing it, but then nobody ever stops you. And then all of a sudden you're open and you're like, oh, right. this is happening. <laughs> yeah. So um, we, um, my idea was that um, we, um, we would open something small in the small town. We couldn't believe there wasn't a bookstore here yet. Uh, I know there was one a long time ago, um, but it's been, it's been a really great experience. And um, the thing about the small bookstores is there's people out there that really just love small bookstores. Me being one of them, every time I go anywhere, uh, whatever town it is, whatever country it is, I always look for the small bookstores because I just feel like they're just fun to be in and relaxing. And um, so there is a contingency out there that likes the small bookstores better. I mean, sometimes I go and personally, I really do love Barnes and Noble and I'll go into Barnes and Noble and I'll have envy of how many books they have on their shelves, <laughs> but we can't fit them all here. So, um, but I think there's a place for a small bookstore and, um, you know, it's been a real, it's been a really nice experience and we've met so many nice, wonderful people and all the readers, you know, when you have something, to, when you're talking to somebody about a book or a reading experience, it's different than talking about, you know, all the rest of the crazy stuff that's happening in the world. So it's kind of a relaxing place to be in a lot of ways. Interesting. It transcends you out of the norm. Okay. Yeah. 
So exactly. a, a couple of questions because I'm going to be a little naive right now, but <laughs> I, are your books geared towards adults or kids or both? Um, both. Um, we definitely have, I'd say we have more, if you know, percentage wise adult books, but we definitely have a really nice kids section as well. Um, we have, I say, I think we have like a sampling for everybody. So we've got, um, you know, books for people that just like to grab a book and go sit at the beach and read. We've got stuff for a little bit more serious of readers. And then definitely we have some adorable kids books for, Okay. Um, we love to, we love when kids come in and, you know, see their favorite book and, you know, want to read more. And it's, and it's, it's a sampling. Are all the books new or, or do you also deal with uh, used and reselling books? We, um, most of the books are new. I'd say like 90% of the books are new. We do have a, we do have a small section of used books in the back. Um, we get people that donate books to us often, which is nice. Um, we don't, we can't always fit them. So we feel bad, but, um, I, I also am a person who loves a used bookstore. You can't, it's just, you know, it's not big in here to have ever, big enough in here to have everything. But um, we do have a small sampling of used books too. Hmm. Interesting. Just because then you never know what you're going to find. Like, I feel like I, that's why I love used bookstores because then you really don't know what might be in the stack. So right. just for more for that reason. <laughs> now, do, you, do you have, pre-COVID, do you have any seating space? Like, can people come in and just relax and read in your shop? Yeah, we have a little, um, we have a little sitting area. It doesn't fit tons of people. I think maybe four people could fit comfortably. Um, and we have had people sit here for a while and read a book or read a book to their, ch their child. Um, so yeah, we do. That's really cool. You know, there's a lot of talk in Point Pleasant Beach about the synergies of all of the different businesses and that we all need to strategize and work together. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm speaking off the cuff and just thinking about what you do and, you know, you've got uh, several cafes in town and green planet coffee and, you know, my ice cream shop. And I mean, what a cool way that maybe we could all get together and have a promotion, you know, buy a book, sit outside, read a coffee, enjoy an ice cream. And, you know, just that we all can get together and, and, you know, help enhance the town that it already is. I mean, there's such character in this town. Yeah, I agree. I feel, I feel like it's, I feel like some good things came out of COVID. I feel like before COVID happened, I don't feel like there was a lot of interaction between some of the business owners in town. And I probably just cause I'm new and didn't have an opportunity really just the first year was just figuring it out trying to get through the year. But I do feel like since the, since last summer, um, I think people have realized how much, you know, we appreciate the small downtowns. And I do feel like the businesses have become, you know, have become a little more uh, tight knit. And I, and I hope that that keeps happening going forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. Now, why Point Pleasant? Are, are you from the town? Like, how did you end up here? So I'm not from the town. I'm actually from Freehold. Um, mm -hmm. And I, and to be honest, I was trying to open a bookstore in Freeholds because I live right there and I, I love downtown Freeholds a lot um, and had this perfect spot picked out and then it, it fell through for whatever reason. And my sister lives down here in Point Pleasant. Um, she lives in Point Borough and we were walk we always shop on Arnold Avenue all the time. And we were walking past this store and there was a for rent sign and I looked in and I said, this looks just like the store in Freehold that I wanted, but it's better. It's like bigger, it's better. And um, so honestly, this is what I mean, how we kind of just opened. Yeah. 
I said, well, I'll just call it. I'm sure it's already been rented. It's adorable. I'm sure somebody already wants this spot. And um, lo and behold, it wasn't. And um, the, you know, the landlord and I talked and she said, oh, a bookstore. What a great that we need a bookstore down here. So then it just kind of happened. Um, but it was exactly what I was looking for. It's adorable. The, I mean, honestly, it was like almost like the same store, but just down here. And then I thought I probably would prefer to be down by the beach because I'm, I'm a beach person. Definitely in the summer, I would like to be down by the beach. So that's that's how it happened. We were just literally walking down here shopping and I saw it. Yeah, Freehold's a cool town. I uh, I grew up in Marlboro. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, <laughs> I used to spend a lot of time in downtown Freehold when I was in my younger years. And uh, my DJ company is based in Manalapan. So oh, all uh, right. I'm still in the Freehold area. And, um, that that's a cool downtown too. Um, yeah, know, and but, I love I love the music downtown Freehold that they have in the summer. I mean, last summer unfortunately they canceled it, but yeah, I do love that about Freehold, and I kind of hope that starts happening a little bit more down here because I feel like almost any night in the summer in Freehold you could hear, you could sit outside and listen to music, and I love that. Right. Um, but I do love being by the beach, so it's it was a good. It, it ended up being the right decision. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, I had a question on top of my mind and it just left me. Um, did you have to do much build out in the store? Like, I mean, and, and, you know, uh, and, and also what are your hours? That was my, that was my question. Like, when so, you we're, were... so I'm one of those people that's very, um, not to say, I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but we opened the bookstore. I said, okay, if I could do this for a certain amount of money, it's a bookstore. I mean, let's face it. It's not like a jewelry store. I'm not selling like Porsches in here. I'm selling right. books. So I'm like, well, we got to, we just have to do it and be smart about how we spend our money. So, you know, thank God for Ikea. And I have a friend who paints really pretty furniture. Um, so we, we were pretty, um, we were pretty careful with how we spent the money setting up the store. But then when I went to order the books, I thought, what do I order? Like, you know, you go into a bookstore and there's everything, but how do you start from from um, ground zero with, yeah. you know, ordering books for a bookstore. And it honestly was weird. I called a couple of publishers and they said, okay, I'm opening a bookstore. Do you have like a list of what I should order? And really they don't, which I thought was interesting. Wow. So we kind of built it out and it just kind of, I kind of just thought, all right, you know, I kind of thought of every age. One, one of the publishers was really helpful. They have like, you know, top 200 in every category. So we just kind of went that way and then built on and then got to know the audience and the readership of the town, which is different than a lot of other places. I feel like a lot of books do really well outside of outside of this town and this area. Um, but we got to know our readers. Um, and then now we know what we should. Now we've got, kind of gotten to know them better and we know what to order and and, um, and not order so much of. Um, and we're open 11 to 5. Um, we are sometimes open later. Um, sometimes I'm running late and we're open at 11 Um, but you know, we've always, we've got, you know, we've got people that come my, you know, a lot of people in my family work here, um, during the week and, um, we, we try to be, we are always here until at least five, but sometimes we are here later. And then the summer, I think this summer, we're going to try to stay open a couple late night, a, a couple of nights, a little later in case people are waiting for their dinner reservations or whatever. That's nice. And, uh, are yeah. you seven days a week? We are right now. We're, oh, we're closed on Tuesdays. Um, but in the summer we'll be open seven days. Sure. And you know, like this past Tuesday, we were open half the day cause it was beautiful out. So it's kind of like, 
That, that's one of the things I'm seeing. Hard to get a straight answer from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm seeing that as, as kind of common in the town. And, and I know that's something that we all struggle with. When I first opened, uh, I opened at the very end of July at an ice cream store in the middle of the pandemic. So I knew I needed to get in before the end of the summer. I kept closed on Mondays because I realized a lot of restaurants and other stores were closed on Monday. So Monday wasn't as busy in town. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do this summer, to be honest. I, I really want to go to seven days a week, and I think I'm going to. Uh, but right now, I'm actually closed Mondays and Tuesdays. I have been closed Mondays and Tuesdays through the winter. And it was a good decision because it, it, it's quiet right now, Mondays and Tuesdays. So um, I'm a huge fan of consistency, so I wish it were seven days. But you know, making that payroll check when there's you know no foot traffic is, is yeah. tricky. Um, and there's a lot of talk of things going on in town. I, I'm proud to say I'm involved in both Chamber of Commerce's Beach and Borough. Um, I'm getting involved in different committees, and there's talks of a lot of great things going on. And uh, what you just mentioned with music, I'm I'm a, I'm a music guy, so um, I'm so there with you. The more that we could do, the better off. Uh, you know, Fallon, who's opening up the Gottlieb right up the street from you. She's got a lot of great ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of live music incorporated into her vision as well. Um, and I I think a big piece of what the mayor's trying to do is bring in, um, I don't want to say nightlife, because that, that's the wrong word, but a later aspect into downtown. You know, dinner, desserts, uh, there's talk about car show coming back on, on Arnold Ave. Um, so a lot of cool things are happening. So, you know, I'm personally open until eight o'clock at night and in the summer months, it's going to go to nine or 10, depending on the night of the week. That's good to know. But we're in very different businesses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's true. There's a, there's a bookstore in Washington DC that's open till midnight, but they have a bar in it. So I'm like, okay, if I had a bar in here, then I'd yeah. be open. <laughs> well, actually, I was just going to ask, you know, do you do events in your space or can you, or, I mean, everything is pre COVID or post COVID, but I know, you know, we, we we do we have this little courtyard area in the back and we've been doing events there um when it's when it's warm enough uh, we had our book club out there the other night we have a great book club i mean our my book club is what's keeping me going through this whole thing they they're the most supportive um group of people in the world and during the during the first couple months of covid we when we couldn't meet outside when we couldn't meet we were on zoom and i thought well let's just try the zoom and see if anybody comes and they, everyone did, so it was it was really fun. Um, but yes, we have events. Um, we actually are working with um, through the chamber and um, with the Part Point Beach Arts Council on a um, another one of. We did a festival back in the fall called Homegrown, and we're going to have another one on May twenty second, which I'll probably talk to you more about um, after. Um, but we that will be in the parking lot in the back. We'll have music, vendors, authors, so that that'll be fun. Um, and yeah, I think that I think you're right. I think the town is starting to um, really um, come together and and, yeah. and make more. You know, it's fun too. And plus, the wait like sometimes when you're waiting for a restaurant to have a table for you around here, there's there's nowhere to buy anything. So sometimes it is nice to be um, open later so that you can get those shoppers. I mean, I love to shop, so I, I'll go in and I'm always in, if I'm ever in a town where the rest, where the stores are all closed and I'm waiting for, um, waiting for a table, I'm always fresh going and yeah. buying stuff. <laughs> that, that, that's a big initiative I know with the Chamber of Commerce and the mayor is, you know, for us to stay open later and have alternative things for people to do. And 
Uh, and yeah, you know, you bring up a good point. You go to a restaurant, there's a 20 minute wait. Let's, let's capitalize on it and, you know, buy some gifts, buy some books, you know, stop it. Yeah. I mean, all these, we have such a great array of stores with such cool trinkets and, you know, know. items. Uh, and, and I don't know. I don't know about you because I know you said you grew up in Marlboro. Did you say? Yes. I always thought of Madison. I always thought of Point Pleasant as the boardwalk town, though. So I don't know if maybe that's just it. If people think if they're coming down here at night, they're going to go to the boardwalk. I don't know if that's the case. So maybe we just need to try to work on changing that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and, you know? and, and you're right. I, I mean, growing up, we used to Point Pleasant Beach was our beach. We went to the boardwalk, and we would <laughs> go to the inlet restaurants very often. Yes, um, yeah, but. I think growing up, I, I don't recall ever really going downtown. Um, so, yeah, we do need to get the word out. Um, some of us like to kind of keep the downtown charm to ourselves, but, you know, we do need <laughs> to get some visitors in town as well. And Point Pleasant does have such great charm. And, you know, I, I love I love seeing kids ride their bicycles over to my shop and, you know, families know. bringing kids in the in the um, the wagon, you know, and, and they're getting their ice cream. Um uh, yeah, there they really are such cool things going on. Have you done um, like book signings and had authors in the shop? We have. We we've we've done quite a few. Um, we've obviously because of COVID, people you know authors stopped traveling pretty much. Um, but we've had um, we've had several um, really great authors over the last two years. Um, we've got a lot planned for this summer. I'm going to get as many authors in here as I can this summer. I know that author, there's some authors that are just dying to get out there and talk to their readers again. We have had kids. Um, we've had some kids events outside during, you know, during uh, the fall and end of summer last year where they were signing outside. We had Dana Perino uh, come in and sign copies of her book. Um, yeah, we've had we've had some good mystery authors. We've had uh, true crime authors. That was interesting and scary. Um, we've had lots of we've had lots of great authors, and we've have we have um, a lot that are interested in coming back that were supposed to come while we were closed. Um, so I think we'll have a really fun summer. I'm, I'm excited about it. Now, personal question: Do you, who who are your favorite authors, and what are your favorite types of uh, stories to read? So I really will read just about anything. Um, I, my favorite, I mean, I don't know, I guess if I have to say my favorite author, I really do love Jane Austen, not to sound like a big nerd, but I do. Um, I tend to read Pride and Prejudice when I'm really stressed out. It's like my thing that comes. You're you know? good too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love a good, I love a good beach read. I like a good classic. I like a good Russian classic every once in a while when I want to be like depressed. Um, but we've read, we've, what's my like recent favorite book? Hmm. Oh, we just read Hamnet with our book club a couple months ago, and that was excellent. So I really will read anything. I don't really like to read very scary books, but every once in a while I will. Um, and I have people that come in here and shop that love scary books, and every once in a while they'll they'll talk me into it. And so then I just won't want to go outside at night for a while, but <laughs> I'll still enjoy them. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. Um, I'm very intrigued with the business. It's 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 a unique business it's um it's i like the classic feel of it too you know like uh, i mean everything this now is going digital but um you know there there's you know to pay an homage to the uh, <laughs> the 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 reality of reading books is is just great you know people that people that are don't 
you know, tend to pay too much attention to bookstores or, or I don't mean bookstores, but books in general would probably be surprised to hear that last year, more print books were sold than ever in the history of books. So oh. as much, it's like almost like the people that are going digital are, are going digital, but the people that are not are like, like really celebrating print books and are like gravitating toward them more. Um, so I think there is, and I think that you can either, like if you think about Amazon, you can go on Amazon, you can order whatever you want, but sometimes, when, I don't know, when it's a book, if you don't, if it's not a recommendation and you're just looking for something, even Barnes and Noble, sometimes you're like, where do I start? So I feel like a small bookstore is probably more for somebody that's like, all right, I want something to read, but I don't want to look at 6,000 books because how many times, I can think of how, a lot of times in my life where I've walked into Barnes and Noble and I literally will be in there for two hours and I'll leave with nothing because there's too many choices that I yeah. get like, you know, so I think that's the charm of a small bookstore. You know, I can say to somebody, you'll love this. Um, don't bother. It's not good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. right. you, know, you, you mentioned Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Do you have an online presence yourself and can people buy online through you? We do. We have a website that is okay. It's not great. It's one of my, it's something I need to Very get hard to. to keep up with, yeah. It is. Um, I tend to be just a little bit behind on that, but it does, it actually does work. It's just not great, if that uh, makes sense. That, that, listen, that's a very <laughs> honest answer. Um, you know, I, I there are a lot of people right now that want to shop local and would do anything to avoid buying on Amazon. So it, it's interesting. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos is making enough money. He doesn't need us right now. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting. Like I would so much rather support small business, but you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it takes an army of people to manage a store, handle the marketing, handle a website. Um, I, I, I'm fall subject of it myself too. You know, if I have a new product, I got to get it in the store. That's the easy part, but then put it on the website. And I also do DoorDash and Grubhub, which, Oh, it's wow. a wild thing to me as well. The people order milkshakes and have it yeah. delivered to their homes. But <laughs> it, it, it happens a lot. And especially on a rainy day like today, it's a great service to have. Um, I wonder if there's even a DoorDash type system for book readers. I mean, maybe the, is, is there a such thing? There is this thing. I think it's called Corner Store. I think you'd have to be a lot busier for it to be worthwhile. I've heard about it from New York City bookstores. But, you know, we're kind of, I will say like during COVID when we were closed, uh, my sisters and I, um, and even my sons, we were kind of like, we felt like pizza delivery, but we had books and we were delivering books, um, which was really fun and actually yeah. gave us something to do when we were in lockdown. And it was kind of a nice feeling to bring somebody a book. It was, it was interesting. We put it on their porch and leave, but it kind of felt funny that it wasn't like, you know, a pizza, but, it was, right. but it was fun. And we had, and, um, you know, we have some people that are so supportive. Uh, there's this one, there's this one customer who lives up in, in North Jersey and has a house down here. And honestly, we'll just say whatever you think I should read next. And I like, he doesn't care what it is. And he's like, just, drop, you know, drop it off at my house. And I will, like, it's just funny how, People really do like to have things delivered to them and, and they are so supportive. I, I honestly think like the whole entire world has been filled with bad news for the last, you know, years now. We're constantly talking about how terrible people are. And this just this store really did like 
as much as I thought, oh no, I'm going to lose it during COVID. Like, how am I going to do this? Um, you know, with I have another job too. This store, the people have been so wonderful and so nice and so supportive that I think it made the co the whole COVID experience just like almost nicer because you just realize, like, I don't yeah. know what. I don't know who these people are on the news. This is not the experience that I've had in life. People are really great. Right. So it's been nice. Well, our area is a unique little bubble of <laughs> nice, pleasant people. Uh, you know, I, I, I noticed it when I first moved to the area and, you know, people say please and thank you. They hold the door for you. And I have to say that it's an uppity, um, you know, town. It, it's not, you know, like it's not stuffy like that. It just, it's just people are pleasant, you know, and I, I, you know, in other areas of the state, I won't mention where, but, you know, you, you walk into a Wawa and, you know, nobody holds the door for you. Nobody, nobody says, oh, you only have one item, go in front of me. I mean, that's like a common thing now. I, 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 was, yeah. at, um, I was at the Stop and Shop uh, in Point Pleasant just the other day, and somebody just said, oh, you have one item, just go ahead of me. Like, Really? Niceness. You almost are shocked sometimes when you're uh, you incorporate that or interact with that. Yeah, um, it's true. <laughs> that's super cool. I like your stories about the um, delivering of the books too. Yeah, wow. it was it was really fun. I mean, also it gave um, it gave us a place to like run away from our children because when you're when lockdown started, you're like. Yeah, so Get me out of here. How many children do you have? I have three sons. Okay, and ages? Uh oh, they're 20, um 18 and 17. Gotcha. So they, they you know, it was like nobody was ever home and ever and then right. all of a sudden everyone was home all the time. Yeah. So I'm sure they were happy for me to be here too. So <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh been a wild ride. Well, I, I they've been they've been helping me in the store. And when I first opened the store, they said, "Mom, you're going to embarrass yourself. People don't like to read. No one's ever going to go into your store." I said, "Thanks for the support." But right. then the first day we were so busy, and they said, "Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe people do like to read." So we've been. Yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> cool. You know, you you were telling about um, people coming in and and just you know you picking books on their behalf. I I'm not a big reader, but I, I could think back, you know, when I was buying CDs as a DJ, I would go into a music store and the owner of the music store would know me and, hey, Mike, like he would have a stack. These are the CDs that you need this month. And, you know, it, it's, you don't get that going into a big box, you know, location. So um, I could totally relate in a different world. Of, and I'm sure they're always right when they picked the books out for, or yeah. for you or almost always. Yeah, they they knew the music that I liked, the style that worked for me, and it was always it, and and you know what? it made you feel good. You know, you walked in and the owner knew you, the staff knew you. Like, like you can almost say the same thing when you walk into a restaurant and and you know the the owner or chef comes over and says hello, brings you an appetizer that you know they know yeah. that you would like. It's <laughs> it's that type of feeling. Yeah, that is nice. So Kelly, I wanted to congratulate you because it sounds like you've got a great thing going and I, I wish you all of the best. Um, we are all in it together downtown and we're, we're super excited of things to come. This, I'm, I'm so impressed with everything I'm hearing going on in the town. Um, I guess it's not a secret, so I, I could say this, but I just found out that we're getting those little motor, motorized scooters in town. 
um, oh. that like other destination towns have. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm, oh, I swear I'm always, the, I'm never paying enough attention. That's awesome. I didn't yeah, know so that. I, I think it's May. In, in the middle of May, we're getting them. Oh. Um, and it's, it's like a, a test run to see how it goes in Point Pleasant Beach. But I, I mean, you think about pick up a scooter in front of, uh, I don't know, Spanos and, you know, zip over to you, grab a book, zip over to the beach yeah. for a little bit, chill out. And, you know, like it, it helps awesome. with the whole parking and paying to park. And it, yeah. it's a cool appeal to the town. So, you know, again, I, I, I give everybody that sits in the town, you know, uh, council, you know, such credit because they're, they're making really cool things happen. They are. I, and you can tell, and you can really tell that it's happening like more and more all that you can see the changes almost all the time now, which is really nice. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited too. Plus books, ice cream, music, they all go together. So we'll have to figure out something fun to do together. Yeah. Well, let, let's reconnect <laughs> offline. I promise I'm going to stop by one of these days, maybe even later today, if I get out <laughs> of my home office here. Um, but it was a pleasure having you here. I'd like you to share, um, you know, any closing thoughts, anything you're thinking and definitely how people can find you, whether it's a website or your street address. Oh sure, we're um we are on Instagram and Facebook, and we're the little point at the Little Point Bookshop. Uh, we have we do have a website. It is thelittlepointbookshop.com. Uh, it's not great, but <laughs> it's there. <laughs> and also, you could always call and ask us any questions. And um, yeah, we'll have we have uh, two children's authors that will be here this Saturday signing at ten o'clock. Um, Beth Ferry and Annie Silvestri and. We love them. They're two of our local favorites. And we promise to have a lot of really fun events throughout the summer and the spring to celebrate the fact that the weather is finally nice and yes. that the world is kind of getting back to normal. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, so this Saturday is the 17th of April. So, uh, if you got kids, yeah. in town, come by and visit. Yeah. We well, do a craft. Are, it's what fun. are the times for that? Uh, 10 to 11. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. What's that? I believe it's supposed to be nice out this Saturday as well. I hope so. I yes. hope so. <laughs> Actually, as I'm hearing the rain outside, I, I, just, I just uh um, promoted a new thing that I'm gonna be doing for the month of April's April showers bring 50% off your ice cream. So oh I yeah, like that's, that. It's something that <laughs> means. Yeah. yeah. Everybody still needs ice cream. Yes, true. Um, but it was a pleasure you. having you here today. Thank you so much for being a guest. Um, hang tight for just a quick second. I'm going to end the podcast, but don't go anywhere. Okay. Um, so, folks, thanks for tuning in. As always, the Point Pleasant Podcast, never know who we're going to have on next week. <laughs> um, this is episode number 22. And uh, you can do us a favor by liking, sharing, and commenting to any of these uh, um, podcasts that we have here. And if you have a friend or a guest that you want to be featured, please let me know. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thanks.